Thanks for downloading this Little Empire podcast. This show has a real-life live record event that you can come to in Auckland, New Zealand during the NZ International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. Deets and tickets at comedyfestival.co.nz. to our second ever live walkout boys uh my name is nick sampson i'm joseph moore and this is a podcast where we go see a new release movie and then we walk out halfway through and then try and guess the second half in case some of you have never heard of us before uh <laughs> and wandered in off the street <laughs> thinking that this was a nightclub or something um it's a it's a podcast where we're going to talk about uh, uh new movies and we do it every week and this week we went to see uh, the boss, baby. The boss, baby. Um, now, before we get into the show, boss, baby. He is the boss, baby. He's the boss, baby. Uh, I'm not going to enjoy this episode. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, um, I, I think you have a public apology that you need to make. I was about, hoping to never bring it up. Uh, you asked me before that you said you should bring this up. I care about content. I care about content. Well, I admitted this. So to you. last I, week, uh, last last week, uh, or our last episode was Fast and the, Fu- the Fate of the Furious, um, and uh, I it, it breaks my heart, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, reveal to you that one of the walkout boys lied about walking out of no, the no, movie. okay, okay. One of the walkout boys. And I'm not wa- going to name names. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say who. Look, um, one walkout boy might have seen all of the Fate of the Furious. <laughs> Before recording the episode, that does not take away from the fact that he's still. It's a goddamn travesty. <laughs> okay, can I? Can I hear, hear me out? Now? I don't look. <laughs> I, 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 there aren't many rules to the Walkout Boys, but the main one is you don't see the whole fucking movie. Is that you leave halfway through? All right. Okay. Hear me explain out. Explain yourself. Okay, I will gladly explain myself. Uh, we uh, Nick was in Australia. I was in New Zealand, and I was lonely. Uh, <laughs> No, <laughs> this isn't a sub story. He made me feel, and I had to go. Okay, I went by myself, and yes, I bought a ticket with my own money to see the Fate of the Furious. And at exactly halfway, which I think is two and a half hours into the Fate of the Furious, at exactly halfway, I walked out, turned my back, and did not walk back in. The movie finished without me seeing it. And then the next day. Before we had recorded the podcast. Well, you accidentally found yourself back in the movies? <laughs> You're like, oh, I thought this was my bathroom. How did I end up at event cinemas? I'd, I had made plans to see it again, thinking we'd have time to report, record the podcast in between. And then when uh, we had to move How the record. How did it feel to sit there it, watching the whole of that bad, movie? Bad. Knowing <laughs> that I was in a different country alone, having just not seen that second half. Knowing you were betraying me. And I was seeing it happen before Your oldest friend. (laughs) When I was watching it, I was like, try forget this. (laughs) And then you sat there talking to me, recording a podcast, and pretending to make up what happens in the second half. Like you didn't have any idea. And the whole time I was like, this isn't what happens. (laughs) You're a piece of shit. I'm so look. I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. This is the only time I, I'll break. Don't say sorry to me. Say sorry to our fans. Uh, well, they're here right now. I'm so sorry. Um, boo, yes, boo, boo, boo me. You're, I'll you're take right a boo. to boo. I'll take a boo. <laughs> I'll take a booing. Big, boo. I'll take a boo. 
Shame. <laughs> Walkout boy shame okay. on the... <laughs> Well, I guarantee you all, I guarantee you all that I have only seen half of the boss baby. <laughs> there is no way I went back to the boss baby. I, I think you need to be punished for this. Well, I, I think we're, I'm going to wait until we find a movie that you really hate. And then I'm going to make you go back and watch the whole thing. What, every, every week for a year? <laughs> um, Maybe. <laughs> that'll never work. I, um, I, uh, yeah, so I saw, we saw half of the boss baby, Nick. Okay, yeah, and now we do have to have a, a little uh, addendum to this as well. We are both too busy to go to the movies <laughs> at the moment, so we uh, we watched half of uh, I watched half of a cam rip of <laughs> <laughs> Boss Baby. <laughs> Boo! Oh, come <laughs> on! <laughs> the Boss Baby's done well financially. <laughs> the, um, the 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 Boss Baby is a movie um, about a Boss Baby. That's right. Now I had I was I've been really excited. Has anyone here seen all of or half of the Boss Baby? <laughs> How much of it have you seen? Um, I just came out of it like two hours ago. Oh, right. The whole thing? You just came out of it. Okay, so you'll have to correct us uh, <laughs> as we go on, on how, how accurate we are. I was, I was really excited about um, The Boss Baby because despite so much advertising all around the city, I could not tell what it meant to be a boss baby. I, I didn't know if he was the boss of the babies or he was a baby who was a boss of, say, another like company. Of a company. Yeah, like, hey, have you seen The Boss Baby? He's the boss of this um, shipping container management, or but he's he, a baby. Or the third option, if he was the boss, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's the boss. Yeah. Oh, or is he Bruce Springsteen, but a baby? <laughs> or if he's Bridget Jones's boss, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so many options, uh, but it was pretty not clearly answered <laughs> in the movie, in the half of the movie anyway. Let's, let's run through how... Okay, it, so the boss, baby... I really liked this, by the way. Did you... I, I mean, I watched it. I was sort of falling asleep. Uh, I was in a fever dream. And I was actually, <laughs> um, but I loved it. I thought it was uh, really quite sweet. I think the marketing makes it out to be a movie about a baby who is a boss. When in fact, it's actually about like the jealousy that comes with, you know, having a younger brother. Oh, that would be a great trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Come and see this allegory. <laughs> no, it's a... It's, I, I think the trailer, it was like, come see Alec Baldwin be a baby, which is what, why most people bought tickets, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's that's not like, even the best part of it. It's yeah. a good part well, of it. Well, it was very creative, I thought, like, and um, it had some really wonderful kind of imaginative animation as it, as it moved between fantasy and reality. And I, it was never clear, in the first half anyway, how much of the, the, um, the lore behind the boss baby was real and what wasn't. Yeah, so the main character is this... Uh, Six-year-old, seven-year-old boy. Boss child. No, the boss child. The boss. What? Oh <laughs> God! Shut up. The, so the, this is kid, and he and he's got a very overactive imagination, and he uh, loves to create these fantasy worlds, and he's he, he loves his parents and stuff, and then they bring home a baby, and he sort of views the baby through this lens that the baby is the boss of. the Well, parents. I saw it as real, Nick. <laughs> well, I guess if you're an idiot, like you might look past all that, and 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 he. Uh, and he feels jealous of the baby, and so he sort of the baby becomes a sort of villainous boss type. Um, and I, I thought it was just really, r really beautiful and really funny. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it as confusing, Nick. Okay. okay. Well, okay. So he's called the boss baby, but it's established pretty early on that there are people higher up in the chain of command yeah, than the boss that baby. Is weird. He's not he's even middle, the boss baby. He keeps talking about himself as middle management. Yeah. What are you, bro? Are you a boss? Are you? <laughs> or a ba or a, well, he's a baby. Also, it seemed to me like the babies all at the start. You see the babies in heaven. I thought, <laughs> like, because they're on these clouds, and then they get sent down 
to uh, be babies. Okay, let's explain this in the plainest of terms. All right, okay, so there's here a big... Is, here is the world this movie sets up. In heaven, <laughs> there is a lot of babies working in an office. And they're responsible for maintaining high levels of love for babies. Like, so they... they, they that's kind of a... Uh, their, their quota. They have like a love quota they need to reach. Mm-hmm. And their arch rivals in the industry are puppies. <laughs> You're t- I love I love you like, oh that is too much. <laughs> <laughs> it is perfect. It's perfect. I think um, this movie is for you, man. <laughs> um, and so but this company that runs uh, babies and they and they make babies and send them down. This movie's very is not good for children. It will <laughs> they segregate the babies um, from ones who are babies and like stupid and babies and some babies are born like geniuses, baby geniuses, baby geniuses, <laughs> and they get put into middle management, which is where they manage the other babies. And and if you're a good boss baby, you get to drink this elixir, which uh, or lets you remain a baby for all eternity, which is apparently something they want. <laughs> this, this is explained. Babies in, are incredibly fragile th- and like. Helpless. I don't know why you'd want to. I think we spent more time explaining this than the movie does. They just they throw all this information at you very fast, and this movie is for children who are already very confused about babies. Um, so that's, but that's the point, isn't it? Isn't it that it's this? No, I think the movie should be more educational. I think there well, should be some cold hard facts. It, it was like a baby being born out of a vagina. <laughs> yeah, that would be the opening and scene. You see, that's how boss babies are made. <laughs> they put them in a little suit. No, and then a boss baby comes out of a a boss's a boss's vagina. Yes. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so they're trying... In the, in the movie, puppies are starting to get a higher ratio of love. Um, yeah, they yeah. are. <laughs> she confirms that it's true. <laughs> uh, and uh, I have more love for puppies than babies currently, I feel. Current, yeah. Certainly, I have neither. No, but oh, yeah, you don't like puppies. I'm you? not interested in... You're a neutral country. I'm probably keen on like a baby. Switzerland on this issue. Yeah. I'm keen on a baby, but probably more likely to get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Are they boss puppies? <laughs> Here's my biggest gripe with the film, Nick. My biggest gripe. So, the parents of the protagonist, the, the child, they work for Puppyco, which is the puppy company. And the kind of the crux of the movie is Alec Baldwin has been sent undercover as a normal baby, despite being a boss baby, to uh, infiltrate the family to, um, to try and learn about the puppy company, which the parents work for, and discover the secret that makes puppies so lovable. Because the puppy company is about to launch a new puppy. Now, yeah. <laughs> also, it is the puppy company apparently invents new breeds. of They're like doing genetic science. The yeah. puppy company. Yeah. So, <laughs> why is... The baby company is run entirely by babies. Yeah. But the puppy company is run by adult humans. This was okay, my yeah. biggest gripe with the film. Why was the puppy company not run by puppies, Nick? Because we didn't see the end of the film. You really can't argue with that. <laughs> Anything could have happened at the end. Oh, God. Oh, well, I'm hopefully at the end of the movie, they do turn over running the puppy company to puppies. Maybe they realize Well, we, apparently mistake. they do. Thanks. Spoiler alert in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Way to ruin the whole crux of the podcast. Let's move on to the next movie. We've only seen half of one. 
Well, I haven't seen anything recently. Um, yeah, okay. My problem with the boss baby <laughs> is that he's got an adult... He's got a tooth. How old is this baby? What? Like he has one tooth. Yeah. What? Don't, babies don't have teeth. Yeah. They also don't wear suits and talk like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what, what age is this baby meant to be? Well, I'd say one month. Is that when teeth start coming through? No. Six months six for months. teeth. Okay, so maybe it's a six-month-old baby. Well, they didn't do a passing of time in the movie. He, he, he arrived with a tooth and a suit and talking like Alec Baldwin. Also, the thing that freaked me out is that he has like these other babies who he's friends with, and one of them is super jacked. He's like a real... He's like the big, <laughs> dumb, like, muscle... He's like the muscle of the group. And he's like this big doofus baby. He's like, Dude, I got it, boss. And he's like, oh, come on. You've got to distract the kid. And this baby is ripped. Like, it's like it's too... It's a jacked it's baby. a very strong baby. Well, like, look. We saw Fate of the Furious last night... And, uh, last, last time. And uh, we know <laughs> movies are successful. And Fate of the Furious has the biggest international opening weekend of all time. And that is full of muscly, bald men. You're right. And do you know who else is bald? A baby. So it made financial sense for this movie to have muscly babies in it. Are you saying that the makers of Boss Baby watched Fast and Furious? Last week. <laughs> and went, crap, <laughs> our movie's out we next week. a jacked baby. <laughs> and that's why he doesn't really talk much, because like, they, they couldn't make the baby uh, interact properly with the characters, because they'd already recorded all their dialogue. Yeah. So they just inserted them in the background. They just went in and like... Well, like Paul up. Walker... That uh, digitally, <laughs> unlike the other babies who were real and not digital. Yeah. Plus, one of the babies did die. <laughs> <laughs> crash. <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> um, okay. Did you well, get, where do we get up to? Did you get um? Do you, uh, where do we get up to? Oh, so when did you? Because we watched this movie separately. When I left, they had just uh, they'd gone to Puppy Co's Take Your Child to Work Day. That's right. Uh, to infiltrate it. To fo- oh, they became friends. So the child and the boss baby become friends because they realize they're they like fair weather friends. They're like they're, they're they're friends so that they can, he can get the baby. Yeah, it's to a go meet back to an end. Yeah, yeah, baby heaven. Yeah. So the boss baby wants to go back to baby heaven, but um, of course, as we all know, if he uh, stays for on his mission for too long, he'll turn into a an aging baby. Yeah. And he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to age. He's like Peter Pan. So uh, they, <laughs> they, they, just, they team up so that the child can be the only child once more, which is all he wants, and the boss baby can go back to baby heaven. So they team up and they infiltrate the puppy convention to find out what the new secret puppy is that's coming out, obviously. And um, just as they uh, sneak into the back secret headquarters room, the adult human CEO of the puppy company kidnaps them and puts them in a room. Then I start watching it. <laughs> you need to be at every record it, yeah. emotionally reacting to plot twists. Haven't, did you see the whole movie as well? Oh, you weren't there. Okay. You were part of that group. You should have been at it. You should have gone with them. You would have loved it. Yeah. That's where I got up to as well. That was 40, 48 minutes into the film. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What could happen next, Nick? Well, I don't know. That's up to us to find well, out. Well, I know definitely we find out dogs run the puppy company. <laughs> <laughs> but how do we get there? <laughs> well, it's the journey, not the destination. Absolutely. Let's all find right. out in the second half. Let's find out in the second half. First of all, it's time for our uh, regular segment, Alive in Cromwell. Okay, well, if you are new to the podcast, 
Uh, alive in Cromwell, uh, uh, early on in the podcast, we, we forgot about the actor James Cromwell, who plays Farmer Hoggett and Babe. We forgot that he was alive. And uh, since then, every week, we've tried to educate ourselves on the actor James Cromwell. It's and been a wonderful journey. Yeah, he's, um, he's made contact with us mm, uh, to, like to remind us that he is alive. <laughs> and uh, we we'll have to check in with him and make sure that he is indeed alive in Cromwell. And Nick, you say you have information about James Cromwell's... I do, yes. So I've got a little bit of uh, very current information on James Cromwell's uh, alive status. And I could tell you, but I think it's best... If I show you. Hi, guys. How you doing? It's Jamie Cromwell here, in case you didn't recognize me with the disguise. I'm in London doing uh, a picture. But I'll tell you about that later. And uh, be here till the 12th. Back to America. Hear the verdict on my court case. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about that in a minute. And... Um, Working on King Lear, hoping to get that off the ground. Lots happening in my life. Lots happening in the world. <laughs> wow! That, he recorded that for us. <laughs> that, is a, that is some bespoke I'm, James Cromwell. I messaged him on Twitter. I said, we'll do a live show. Can you uh, send us a video? And that's what he said. And he said... <laughs> and he said now, you obviously... We'll post this on our Facebook page, but he's, he says he's wearing a disguise, but he's not wearing... <laughs> Any disguise, <laughs> he's just—he's just talking to the camera, and uh, but you know, quite geniusly, he's—he's uh, he's just sent us the first half of the message. So he said, "Here's the first half. I'm sure you'll figure out the rest." <laughs> he's walkout boysed his own video message to us. That is incredible. Okay, so let's unpack. He's got to be back in the US for his court case. What's he done this time? Could be any number of things. <laughs> Is it, it, I, I assume he's been arrested for protesting something, but which which one? Which cause has he gotten? Which cause has old Cromwell got himself <laughs> caught up in this time? I don't know. I mean, is it to do with the Dakota pipeline? Well, he got arrested for that like five times. I think it might be something new. He's so blasé about it. God, he's a legend. <laughs> and then I love how he just threw in that he's got to get King Lear off the ground. <laughs> like, was he? So he's rehearsing King Lear. Yep, he's. He, I think he's filming. Is Jurassic he being World sued for putting on King Lear? Maybe, <laughs> Maybe he's being sued for claiming that it's his. Idea. Yeah, he's like got to get this off the ground. He's like, bro, Shakespeare got that off the ground <laughs> <laughs> in the 1600s. Um, and you know, and then at the end, he says, "There's a lot going on in the world," and he's right. <laughs> there, sure, there sure is, and all uh, above the world, babies are running management companies. Yeah, maybe that's the court case he's got to get back for. A boss baby related one yeah maybe he wants to be a baby again i don't think so he's really he's really owning later life you know yeah, he's, he's been he, old for about 50 years yeah he kind of came he started playing classic old man character role you know in the 80s and he's he's going to keep that going for as long as possible he would he 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 wants to get the elixir that the boss babies drink <laughs> you know he does um yeah great so that's, that's a lot well That'll, 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 that'll do. 
Dear person listening, I'm interrupting this podcast to inform you that the NZ International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. is on. April 27 through till May 21, hundreds of shows, some of them featuring the very podcast host you were listening to moments ago before I interrupted. Go and see all the shows and buy tickets for the shows at comedyfestival.co.nz where all the show details are. Please and thank you. And now back to your show. You know how I met your mother? How he's... Bob Saget. He's Bob Saget. And then he's Ted... What's his name? Josh Radner. When he's a... Your voice doesn't change that much between 30 and 50. (laughs) Your voice doesn't change inside your own head, does it? Mine does. What does your voice sound like? Do the inside of your head voice. Yeah, this podcast is going so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Then this oh, podcast. Oh no! Why would you want that? <laughs> I know that's why I have to, that's that's my real voice. I have to put on this friendly, affable voice yeah, the whole yeah. time. Oh, Otherwise, I'd be like, "Welcome to Walk Out oh, Boys." I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you, Nick? Um, it's like, hey. <laughs> wow, it's very shy. What, are you going to go out of the house today? Nick? <laughs> no, well, okay. Oh, yeah, I guess I'll give it a go. You can do it, man. I believe in you. Oh, well, it's, well, it's, it's, it's supportive, yeah, I guess. Have some endorphins. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a pusher. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not a... Yeah, first taste is always fresh. <laughs> okay, right. It's, it's dangerous having that in there, Nick. I'm surprised your inner, inner voice is not a, a plumber from York. But uh, <laughs> I've never... What are you talking about? Oh, I was just... This guy came to visit me the other day. Okay. Anyway, um, um, so, so we're in the puppet corps, and they've just come across Steve Buscemi. Is he? I didn't recognize I looked up all the names. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve Buscemi is the CEO yeah. of Puppy Co. Yeah. And he's kidnapped the boss baby. Yeah. And Toby Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, two children and baby, I've got you. I've got you, and I'm going to put you in puppy jail. No, puppy jail is the worst. Puppy jail is a jail full of puppies or for puppies? <laughs> it's a puppy. It's a jail run by puppies. Oh, okay. This company is not run by puppies, though I have a feeling it might be. <laughs> not too far from now, but we'll see how we get there. But Puppy Jail is specifically a jail for human run by puppies. I see. Well, I don't want to go to there. Well, you have no choice. I've kidnapped you. Are you the boss baby right now? Uh, or Toby you know, I'm No, I'm the boss baby. Okay. I'm the boss baby. <laughs> All right. Tell? I sound exactly like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> you sound a little bit like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Well, Alec Baldwin is putting on a voice oh, for I see. this role. Okay, I see, I see. Yes, you're going straight to puppy jail. Could put him in the in the uh, puppy car. Oh, a very cute sequence where yeah. the puppy car turns up. It's driven by puppies, oh, but it's also so shaped like a puppy. Yeah, and uh, and the wheels are just little little puppies. <laughs> Instead, it's very cute, very yeah, cute. It's very like fl- Flintstones. It's it seems bad though. The puppies are straining under the weight of a large car as they try and yeah run this car. And anyway, they chuck um they start Toby Maguire, the boss baby, in the back of this truck, and they take them to Puppy Jail. Puppy Jail is is dark. It's like uh it's Arkham Asylum, you know. Um, it's uh it, it is lightning bolt over this dingy prison um, with puppies all working as guards, which is cute and equal parts sad. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of puppies have rabies. A lot of the puppies, very sick. Yeah, mangy. And they're the guards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you should, you should go home. You're very sick. <laughs> like, no, no, I can keep working. I they, need they to talk? save up. Yeah, the puppies talk. Yeah, the puppies talk. Okay, great. Who are some of the celebrity voices? Of the um, glad, glad you asked. Um, <laughs> uh, they are Brian Singer. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Wait, the direct. Yeah, director. The director, yeah. The director Brian Singer. <laughs> He's director of X Men in voice work. Oh, that's so cool. Man. That's cool. They let him do that. Not like not a good cameo for the kids. 
going to see the movie? No. Well, it's not really a movie for kids. No. It, well, it's, you shouldn't take children to this movie because it's very confusing. And the second half is very dark, particularly the harsh prison scenes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we see, we see all these adult, adult humans inside this prison run by puppies. They're, like, um, rattling, rattling their um, mugs along the um, bars, which is getting the, the guards very excited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, they, um, they're trying to uh, get the keys. Uh, to the jail by going going to into the guards. Hey boy, bring me the keys. Bring me the keys. And luckily, being puppies, that's exactly very, what success, very successful. Very successful. Yeah. Everyone. So there's, there's a huge breakout. Uh, every single person in the jail. Yeah, and they release some like other people that have been held by um, the, in the puppy jail. Oh, who's in there? Uh, just like serial killers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, like Ted Bundy. What? <laughs> the real life. <laughs> yeah, he's in there. <laughs> See. So this movie, in this movie, he's alive. Yeah, no, oh, he is alive. This is what, like, wait, is he? Wait, is he alive in real life? Uh, I, I don't know. No, surely not. No, surely not. not. No, they would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to also do alive and Bundy every, <laughs> every week on this podcast. I don't have to apologize to him every week for the next year. Okay. Um. They got a real problem on their hands. These uh, these serial killers are, are, are like causing real problems, not just like puppy baby problems. What are they doing? Murdering people. <laughs> as, as is their want. Yeah. Um, wow, okay. Well, so, so the boss baby has a lot of blood on his hands. Yeah, these puppies and these babies got to team up. If what? they're ever going to get these serial killers <laughs> back into puppy jail where they belong, a cute but secure location, they need to team up. Well, Nick, a puppy and a baby will never get along. As we all know, they are arch rivals <laughs> in the quest for the love of adult humans. Um, yeah, but... Uh, there's this big montage where they all sort of like learn how to get along with each other. Like, oh, cute! Yeah, it's like honestly. So they're doing like trust, so ex- trust exercises, and it's like um, baby standing there as a puppy has to blindfold himself and fall backwards onto a group of babies. Yeah, and, uh, they have to build some towers out of newspaper. Um, they do a zipline course. Oh wow! Yeah. So there's just little babies and and puppies. That seems traumatizing for because a baby doesn't know what a zipline course is. Neither does a puppy. True. <laughs> You're not wrong, Nick. Yeah, it's very traumatizing. Yeah. Um, but they do learn to work together, and they start hunting these serial killers. Great. Um, a lot of them have to go undercover, so they like sort of stack a bunch of puppies and babies on top of each other in a trench coat, and then pretend to be like a, a murderable adult. You know, <laughs> like oh, 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 oh. Um, and then like a serial killer will come along and like try to stab them, but then the p- puppies. Disable the the serial killer. Yeah, I hope it wasn't during this scene that one of the babies died during. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no, like you said. No, no okay, <laughs> good, good. Um, all right, uh, that, that, this is great. And of course, there's a scene, Nick, where they have to dress up as an adult dog. Yeah, and that's a bunch of dog puppies in a big dog suit, but with one head poking out. Yeah, and then while they're dressed in that, um, they're chasing Ted Bundy um, down the road. Yeah, and, and then. Um, guess what? The the the, bub, the babies inside the dog costume all get picked up by the pound. Oh god! And because they're dressed up like a very old dog, they take this dog to the oh, pound. Oh no! They're gonna put him down. No, Nick. Yeah. No. How are they gonna get out of this one? Well, they gotta break them out of the pound, right? Well, they're pretty good at yeah. Um, but the boss baby, he's like, like all the other babies are inside this giant dog. Yeah. He needs help. Who should come along at that very moment? But a muscly fucking baby. Oh. The size of which no one has ever seen. It's The Rock. <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah. Because as we established in The Fate of the Furious, 
at the end of that movie, The Rock age he stops doing weights so that he starts to age backwards and becomes a baby. <laughs> and right. that, straight after that, he goes into this movie. <laughs> He is the muscliest baby you've ever seen. And like all great movies, there has to be a big uh, fight between two muscly men. So the, the jacked up baby from this movie uh, walks up. He's like, I'm the muscliest baby here. Mm. And The Rock's like, no way, kiddo. Yeah. And then they, um, they, they're just punching. They're slamming each other's heads Throwing through walls. Throwing each other walls. through walls. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Pulling um, out little grenades. And there's a big tricycle chase um, across, uh, across a desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, just, they, they, um, they go to like, uh, the Sahara Desert. For a big, a big Fast and Furious, they ride little baby camels. <laughs> <laughs> Every animal is a baby in the movie. Anyway, they have um, to cross a puddle. They swim across a puddle. A baby's bigger than a puddle, Nick. And this, a baby the Sahara Desert is a sandbox, and then they like swim into a puddle, and then they go through the jungle, which is just like one plant. No, <laughs> and then they get chased by like some like dinosaurs, Nick. but it's just a little, a little lizard. Nick, you have no concept of scale, and you know, you know, scale is my most biggest, uh, the thing I care most about in films. You yeah, know how I angry I was at Kong Skull Island because the monkey was too big. Wait, yeah, what? You wanted the movie And the Ant-Man was too small. You wanted the monkey to be the size of, you wanted it to be a little bigger. A li- like two monkeys. Okay. I wanted the size of two monkeys, <laughs> not eight monkeys. <laughs> Nick, and you know I think Ant-Man was too small because he could ride an ant. I wish you would stop talking about ant That's not the size of an ant. That's smaller than an ant. Anyway. So, they, uh, the, the, the two muscly babies mm-hmm. are enough to break into the pound. Like, I mean, there's not very much security. Oh, and like Fast and Furious, they team up immediately after their fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they drive their little tricycles through the wall of the pound. Great. Um, and, you know, just like breaking the leg of the guy who runs it. He's just like, this movie's very... <laughs> It's a very dark second half. <laughs> uh, but they, re- they, they free all the babies from the pound. Um, and, 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 and the babies are all like, wow, I've experienced what it's like to be a dog. Puppies, you guys have it tough, man. Like, I'm, I'm really sorry. We're really sorry for... for uh, so you're not the enemy. You know who the enemy is? Adult man. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. Yeah. These babies finally realize that the problem isn't puppies. The problem is these... Adults who would ever condemn a dog to death, or these adults who would <laughs> be serial killers—like they've got to—they've got to wipe out the adult population. Absolutely, well, and, and and they've spent their entire lives, both puppies and babies, trying to uh, validate themselves by getting the love of of, uh, of they adults. Need the love of adults? No way. They no. need the death of adults. <laughs> so, the um, <laughs> the, there's a big another big heist scene. As the um the babies go find the the mur- the serial killers, and take their diaries to get inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> their diaries. Yeah, all murderers keep weird diaries. Where they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do seven murders today. <laughs> um, so, so they get their diaries to get inspiration for how to wipe out the adult population. Mm. Mm, yeah, and uh, meanwhile, Boss Baby sneaks back up to Boss Heaven. And he breaks the machine that uh, segregates babies into babies or middle management. Suddenly, all the babies are going to middle management. There's a team of hardworking babies all in suits. And they start to rain down from heaven. (laughs) 
it's like the, it's like the scene in, it's like the scene of Magnolia with the frogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just babies, but babies. they have parachutes. Little yeah, little pa- parachutes. Each one has a little parachute. Tiny. How little, small is the parachute, Nick? Uh, like what a, is it? Is it a? Uh, it's, it's a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a napkin with some. Um, like what? Do, what do they have instead of string on the parachute, Nick? Instead like of hair, <laughs> one strand of hair each. <laughs> Sounds very cute. Uh, um, it's very cute. Okay. Um, but it's not. They're not bringing cuteness. They're dealing death. They, they rain down from the sky. They've got machine guns. They've got um, like little homemade bombs and stuff, and they just rain fire down on the on the surface of the earth, killing <laughs> everyone. Are they successful? Yeah, <laughs> horribly successful to the point where, like, they have destroyed a lot of the earth. And as they sort of touch the ground, they're like, "What have we done?" You know, like, oh, "What hath man wrought?" They're starting to get a grow, grow a real, a real conscious and, and, because you see what's happened is by killing off the adults, they have themselves become adults because only an adult would kill. Oh my god, <laughs> this is so deep, man. They, <laughs> The only, but they, they have no guidance. They have no experience of actual adult life. They need someone, like a, a grown man among them, you know, a grown man or woman, anyone who can, who, can, who can tell them how to properly be adults and be a responsible adult. They're like, and they look around, but they've killed them. They've killed every single one until one quite large dog starts squirming a bit. What? That, that dog doesn't look like the other dogs. Guess what? It's another dog costume. <gasps> and it unzips itself. Guess who's inside? Who? James motherfucking Cromwell! Oh, shit! That's right! He was doing another protest. He himself had been undercover on a completely unrelated uh, animal rights issue. Oh, he, James he, Cromwell, he would be very torn in this well, because well, he likes he was, human rights, yeah, well, but he, he also likes animal rights. Yeah, he, loves, he loves all rights. And what he had been doing, he had uh, worked undercover as a prison guard at the puppy prison uh, to try and um, highlight how inhumanely the animals were being treated that were staff at the puppy prison. Oh. So that's what he'd been doing, and then got kind of caught up in the whole mess. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that went down, and, and James Cromwell looks out at the sea of babies, all looking to him for advice, and he goes, "That'll do, babies. That'll do." And then he goes, "Looks like you're all gonna need a dad." Cut to the beginning of a new movie, Cromwell's House. <laughs> and it's a movie about James Cromwell racing six billion babies. <laughs> it's a full-time job, but someone's going to do it. But it be, be Cromwell's, house. Cromwell's house. <laughs> With wow. a visit from the rock baby. <laughs> wow, that, that, that sounds great. It's a little light note to end on. Weirdly... Yeah. Puppies didn't end up running Puppy Corp, like yeah. you said. You got it so wrong, man. I don't think you did. Don't come movie. in here with your lies. <laughs> Was that what, how you remember it? I don't think we got sidetracked. <laughs> what? There was an Elvis bit? What? What? <laughs> Is this okay? Are you trying to explain what actually happened? Can we, can, we, can, we, can you tell this into the microphone so we have this? Explain what actually happened. This is a walkout boys first. So in, in the puppy jail was Elvis, because everyone loved Elvis. <laughs> and so they were keeping Elvis What? In there. Yeah, sorry. Oh, we were kind of <laughs> right with the puppy jail. <laughs> Except I went for Ted Bundy. <laughs> so, so Elvis still lives. <laughs> what? This is, that's, that's more weird than our one, I reckon. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and did it end with Cromwell's house? <laughs> 
No, all right. <laughs> oh, enough. wow. That was great. Hey, guys, uh, that's been the show. Thank you guys so much for coming. Um, you've been a bloody lovely audience. Um, and if you have enjoyed the podcast, please let us know on, on the, the internet. internet. Or in person if you're here. Or um, if you're not here, if you're listening at home, thanks for listening. Uh, go check us your feedback in. We'll be back next week with more Walkout Boys. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. See ya. Thanks for listening to this Little Empire podcast. We've got live shows happening in the New Zealand International Comedy Festival powered by Flick Electric Co. So go to comedyfestival.co.nz and buy tickets now. Meanwhile, if you enjoyed this show, maybe you should listen to Bonus of the Heart with Rose Matafeo and Alice Sneddon. So, Danny DeVito highlights. So, we were having sex on a bed, which I know isn't, like, the most um, exciting. Like, you know, if you thought you were going to, like, have this massive fantasy, it would be great. But the thing um, I really liked about it, and I I don't know how else to say this, was was the bit where I was giving him a blowjob. And... Oh, oh, my God. I just, like, I just choked on water that wasn't even in my throat. But I don't know why that was the best bit of it, but it was Fucking for sure. Yeah. That is rough. Yeah, and he was sitting on the side of a bed. Oh, God, that's like The Shining. Yeah, there's one detail that I remember that's quite funny. Okay. <laughs> His legs couldn't touch the floor. <laughs>